do another adequate lesson. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods market. This is Maria and I will be your etiquette and manners coach today. So have you ever found yourself in a situation where you don't know which glass to pick? Well, today's video, a lesson on stemware, glasses and crystal will help you become an expert at it. Understanding which glass to pick up, how to hold it, what goes in it, are all very important things that you will want to know. So as you're being seated, you will Find your glasses on the upper right of your plate setting and just like your utensils, they will be arranged in the order that you will be using them. So let's take a closer look. Your white wine glass will be the closest to your plate as it is assumed that that is the beverage you will be having with your appetizer or your first course. You will know it's a white wine glass because of its shape. It's a narrow more tall glass in a tulip-like shape. Oftentimes it is the largest glass out of them all. The red wine glass The red wine glass usually will be shorter with a wider opening and a larger bowl at the bottom. Here I have a universal glass, universal wine glass, that is becoming more and more acceptable as it can hold both white and red wines. Usually we'll have still a larger bowl, yet we'll have a narrower opening at the top, and oftentimes it's quite large as well. So you might have two wine glasses for red and white 
or you might have a universal glass. It can be crystal or it can be just glass, depending on how fancy your party is. So on the farthest right, you will have your water goblet. You will know it's a water goblet because it will be the shortest out of all of the wine glasses and it will be narrow and tall. You might or might not have this fan. Okay? There might be a brandy glass. You will hold it like so. It just looks like a short, squished version of a wine glass. There may or may not be a champagne flute, usually at the very back of your arrangement. You will know it's a champagne flute as it will be very tall, very narrow glass and this beautiful elongated tulip shape and usually champagne is served during the dessert so you might not see it until then you will see that most of your glasses will be clear and that is to see the color and clarity of your beverage when we talk about holding the glasses the rule usually is that if you have stemware you hold it by the stem Like so. You don't need to push your pinky out, holding the balance in the middle of the stem somewhere is appropriate. Especially when we talk about wines. Any wine expert will tell you that holding wine um, glass by the bowl can change the temperature of the wine, therefore its flavor. It's a good idea to never tip your glass all the way up so that you can see the bottom of the glass. Oftentimes it is quite rude to do tip it just a little bit, but not all the way. And if you're drinking sake, for example, you would actually need to cover the bottom of the glass as you drink it. Brandy glass, as I noted, is held underneath. 
that is acceptable. Water goblet is a little trickier because the balance can be thrown off since there's usually much more liquid. So it is acceptable to hold at the bottom of the base or at the very start of the stem here. That is acceptable. And champagne, the same as wine. We do not hold it here, hold it at the stem. So now let's talk about toasting. First thing, we do not use utensils to bring attention to ourselves and toast. We also don't do clinking. What we do is, we raise the glass, we look at the person that we're speaking to, or just looking everyone in the eye, lifting the glass, you can say salute, <laughs> or cheers, and then you have a sip. If the toast is to you, you do not drink that toast. You look the person in the eye, everyone around the room, cheers, and you put it down. Do not drink to your own toasts. So let's try some wines. Every time you taste a wine or want to learn more about it, you will start by paying attention to the first sip, developing a routine, a little routine, to follow a sensory checklist of characteristics that uh, we look for, expands your wine experience and builds up your wine confidence. So every time we try a new wine, we'll follow these steps. First, we'll take a look at the color of the wine against a white surface. Background can be a piece of paper, tissue, a napkin. And the wine can be translucent or opaque, depending on the wine type. Next, we'll want to give it a swirl. And it's quite tricky to do by hand, so it's suggested to place it on a flat surface. Pretend that the stem is a pencil and draw circles with it. Not too much, just a little bit. To coat the sides of the glass with wine. And by doing that, we amplify the scent of the wine, sort of turning up the volume for our nose to enjoy. And we 
smell the wine. Trying to recognize the notes of fruits and oak. Next, we'll need to take a sip. And whenever you sip wine, you should try to swish it around your mouth, sort of like you're chewing your wine, to make sure that you cover all surfaces and surface areas, hitting every taste bud for a richer experience, so you have a stronger feel of the wine. So let's give it a taste. Now, we try to feel first the sweetness of the wine to find out whether it's dry or sweet wine with the tip of our tongue. This is the sweet wine. Then we, we feel for acidity with the sides of our tongue. And the last Try to feel all of the notes now through the olfactory and the taste buds all together. Tasting different fruits, usually it's apples, peach, grapes, depending on the wine. Trying to feel the lightness of it and also trying to feel the texture of the wine. And usually depending on alcohol level, higher alcohol content will create a fuller bodied uh, texture in your mouth. And then the lighter alcohol will feel more sheer in your, um, on your tongue. Overall, there is no right or wrong way to feel about wine. It is a deeply personal preference and choice, but it's a lot of fun to give a few wines a taste and find your favorite. So, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this was informative. Have a good day.